friends this is the second episode of the second launch lead up of buy my future and i want to talk to you today about my launching plans my marketing strategy if you will and i'm not exactly sure how much of this you could take away and apply to something that you're doing with the caveat to that statement that I launched this project last year and I was pretty transparent about everything that I was doing. And I'm not trying not to be transparent this year. I'm just not exactly writing as much lead up stuff about the project. And I think that's because I don't have to. I think enough people have seen Buy My Future that if they heard about it last year and they didn't buy, they've either signed up for an email list of mine and they know it's coming and they're just waiting, or they've found articles that I've written and so they've gotten information about it. And I think it's a little bit difficult to sell something of a higher price value to someone who has no connection to you. So I'm not exactly worried about reaching a whole bunch of new people who've never heard of me. And I think that might be the difference for the way that I'm looking at this launch of Buy My Future in that I know my audience has grown just in the subscribers to the Action Army email list from last year to this year, it's been about 4,000 new subscribers. That's how many new people I've had added to my list. So that's a good amount of people. Now, I don't know how many of those people have $1,500 that they wanna spend on someone's future, but I have been getting consistent emails from people throughout the year, talking about it, asking about it, and I've seen the pre-launch list grow on the Buy My Future site itself. So that actually turned over to an email capture. And there's, last time I checked, about 150 people on that list itself, which I think is a pretty highly qualified list of people who I'm going to email. And I'm guessing here, we're not even at September 1 of me recording this yet. Um, so you know, if you're listening to this after that, then you're like, oh, this was recorded before that. Yes, it was, that's how this works. But that list will probably grow as more people start to hear about this, as I start to mention it more. Um, I, you know, I'm not doing as much stuff, but I do have a couple articles that I'm going to put out on Medium where I can kind of reach some new people. But I really do believe, and that's what I'm going for on this round and what I think you could apply to your own project if you're launching your own thing and doing an open and closed launch that happens, you know, a couple months or even a year like I'm doing after the last time is that people who didn't buy before, who were on the fence, will make up their minds, and then a whole new crop of people who have already kind of been in my ecosystem will have heard about this or will have known about it and will be making the decision if they want to sign up or not. And so that's kind of why I'm not doing as much marketing and promotion this time around as I was the first time, because I don't necessarily feel like I have to. And that could be completely naive. We, we might find out if I do a, an after the launch episode of this uh, year of launching by my future where I could just say, I was dead wrong. I should have done so much more stuff. But something in my gut tells me that I actually have done enough just by showing up this entire past year, specifically for the people who've already purchased my future, but also the people who've already signed up for my list, who've already been to jasondoesstuff.com, who've heard me on other podcasts, all the other things that I've been doing. So I feel pretty good that my own list, my own group of people, there are people in there who are going to buy my future. I don't know what that number is. I always like to think about things in a rule of 1% when it comes to sales. So like my current email list is 12,000 people right now as of recording this, it's actually just 12,001. I just looked at it. Um, so if we do 1% of that, technically, if, if that rule holds true, which is 
fairly consistent in like bigger launches when I do bigger things, 120 people would buy from the Action Army list, which would be great. I mean, that would be just a phenomenal amount of people. It would be pretty close to the cap because I'm capping it at 200 people. And if we look at the list of if it's 150 people at the on the Buy My Future list, 1% of that is two people, one and a half people. Uh, so it's one person and then one smaller person. But I do believe that that one's going to be different because that's a much more highly qualified audience. They have literally put their email in saying, I, I want to get this. And from experience, those types of lists tend to convert, especially when you're very upfront about the cost and what people are getting, not just a this is a coming soon thing. So last year I had a, a pre-launch list and I think it got up to around 500 some odd people. And of that list, I could equate something like 70 people were on that list, which is pretty good. That's, you know, 15% or so. But I do believe that it will be more than 15% for the second year's pre-launch list because, number one, it's much smaller, it's much more qualified, and people kind of know what is coming. So they kind of see that. So now that I've kind of prattled on a bit about all of the upfront thoughts and things of why I'm doing what I'm doing to launch by my future this year, let me go over some of the stuff that I'm doing. And the first thing is this podcast. So this podcast does not reach a lot of people. I, I think last year, most episodes averaged about three or 400 listens. I don't heavily promote it. Um, I'll mention it in my email newsletters kind of as a PS. I'll put it out on Twitter and maybe on Facebook. I don't know. I'm so bored with Facebook that I don't necessarily put it out there. But it's more for people who are searching for my name or even buy my future stuff on the internet that they can find it and they can listen to it. And I will say that from last year's launch, there were a bunch of people that bought my future who are really glad that I did the podcast. They really liked listening in. So I'm going to be doing this consistently, and I may actually, I, I didn't say this on the first episode, which was last episode for the second launch, I, I didn't even think about that of doing a daily kind of check-in with the podcast like I did last year. So maybe I'll do that again. I haven't decided yet. Um, and so let me explain about the other things that I'm doing, which is why I might not be doing a daily thing. And that is, I have a whole list of emails that I'm gonna be writing, and those emails look something like I'm pulling up my content calendar as I say it. So I'm looking at the list of emails that I will be either sending to my list, will be going to the pre-launch list, or will be going to other people, so Medium, uh, maybe a couple other things. And I have, let's highlight this, I have 14 separate emails that will go out. And in total, those will reach I mean, easily 100,000 people in just in reach. So um, a majority of that actually will probably be subscriber numbers, 100,000 subscribers, but um, it's, not, it's not necessarily like my list. It's not a very warm list, as you would say, if we were talking about this. But I feel really good about that. And, and so that's actually where I think the bulk of the promotion of, of Buy My Future and the sales of Buy My Future will come are gonna be from those emails. Now, the other thing I'm gonna do is on the launch day, I will be doing a live Q&A about Buy My Future, which I think will just be interesting because, you know, you think about a live Q&A that maybe I've done, maybe just a live workshop or a webinar, whatever you want to call it, that I've done for other projects. I've always been teaching something, and maybe you've done this as well. You, you teach a skill, you teach somebody something they can walk away from and get value from listening to you, and then they can decide, do I want to get more of that skill? They'll pay you for the product you're selling. 
well, I don't really have anything to teach with Buy My Future. Uh, you know, it's kind of weird to say like, hey, sign up for the, I'll teach you how to sell your own future. Like, you know, I don't know. There's, there's obviously ways I could go. You know, I could do it as a how to launch your product or how to create your product or any of those things. But I think I'm just going to like cut to the chase and say, this is a Buy My Future Q&A. So if you want to show up and you want to ask questions on the day that this thing launches, I want to do a live Q&A for folks who are on the fence. And those folks would probably have emailed me. They would have contacted me through the chat box or whatever. So that to me is going to be one of the ways where I'm going to capture probably the most qualified of buyers who are really interested but just have questions. So let's recap where we are so far. We've got this podcast. We have about 14 emails I'm sending. We have the live Q&A. And kind of the big thing that I think is different from last year to this year is that I have 60 of the Buy My Future buyers who bought last year who have raised their awesome hands and said that they want to help promote Buy My Future and basically be an affiliate or a partner. I like to say partners. They are partners of this project. They own my future. So I really do feel like they're partners. And so they will help promote it. They'll have their own unique link that they can send to people, to their friends. And that's really how I want to pitch it. You know, for these 60 people, I really want to tell them, you know, let my sales page, let the buymyfuture.com website do the selling. I just want you to tell your story, your experience, what you got out of Buy My Future, because to me, that's the most compelling thing that will get someone who maybe hasn't heard of this, or if they have heard of it off the cuff, they'll say, I do want to learn more. Let me go to the sales page. Okay, cool. I can see all this value, you know, the, the 12 projects, $6,000 in value. And my friend said they had such a great experience with this. Yes, I'm in, you know, that makes sense to me. And so the buy my future buyers who are going to be promoting this, um, I'm not sure how many out of the 60 will convert to that. I hope it's not my rule of 1% there. And I don't think it is. I think it'll be much higher because everyone seems to be really excited and interested. So I'm actually sending out the first email for that this Wednesday. So um, that'll be actually the day before September 1st to get people ready to get them to say, you know, here's, what I need you to do with Gumroad, which is how I sell my future. So they need to kind of, they need to set up an email and give me that email. And then I'll give them a bunch of assets. So images, some text things. But I also want to tell them, you know, this is again, tell your story with this. And, and here are a couple ways you can do that via your email list, via social. Uh, you know, if you just have a couple friends you want to just email individually. And I think that was really cool. You know, I remember uh, Dr. Paul uh, emailed his friend, Dr. Brian, it sounds like I have a bunch of doctors. I actually do have a bunch of doctors that bought my future. I think it's actually like 10 doctors, which is really interesting. Uh, complete side note. But, you know, he basically, I think, convinced his friend Brian to buy, which was really awesome. So thank you, Dr. Paul, for doing that. Thank you, Dr. Brian, for being swindled in by your friend. But I think it just really worked. And, and I know because I've talked to them and I've seen them both around. And that word of mouth can be really important. So I want to lean heavily on believing that the people who have bought my future and have invested will tell the story that is compelling for someone else to buy. And that's really the gist of it. And it's, it's interesting because last year I did all these podcast interviews and I did all these phone calls with customers and I was doing all this writing for Medium and you know there was just a lot more going on. And this year it's a lot less, but I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that if I sell the same amount of spots because the price is $500 higher, I'll actually make more money by doing less work. 
So we'll see. Uh, you know, this is going to be really interesting for me. I, and I'm at this place in my life where you know I am okay with not selling out all of the spots. I'm okay with not maximizing my revenue. I want to enjoy the process. I don't want to be stressed out. I don't want to have some number in my head that I have to reach or this project is a failure. I'm okay if just a handful of people this year, for some reason, that was all who wanted to buy my future, that would be okay. I have plenty of other irons and other fires that are keeping my ship of business going. And this is just a really cool thing that I can offer. Um, but, you know, I have a suspicion that it's going to do better than just a handful. I, I really do believe that based on the amount of people who've signed up for my email list, the pre-launch list, the buy my future partners, and just the other things that I'm doing, the couple other emails and people I'm, I'm working with, it will get close to at least the number from last year, uh, which is 173, or the total number of 200 that I'm capping things at. So that's what I'm doing for this. And it may surprise people that, you know, some people might be like, that's it. You know, you're not doing all these other things. And it's because I don't think you necessarily have to. I think you can really believe in the platforms that you've built in the ecosystem that you've created for whatever project you're selling. And that's what I'm doing with this project. I, I don't want to go out and do all the things because that stresses me out. It's a bunch of extra work. I'd rather just do the things where I feel comfortable and believe in them that they will work because I've put in the year of work leading up to it. So that's the plan for my promotion strategy. So I want to leave this episode at that, but I do want to answer one buy my future question because I did ask uh, the buy my future audience to um, basically ask any questions and things. And so this one's kind of cheating. Because Sam said, aw, Sam, thank you, awesome. She said, last launch you promoted through guest podcasting, medium posts, and your email list. Will you be using different marketing methods this time around? And if so, what does that look like? Oh, yeah. Threw a little trickery in there because that was the entire premise of this episode. So listen to the next episode where I will answer another question and I will go into another part of the Buy My Future project and what I am doing to promote it. But thank you for listening to this one. And if you are interested, if it is before September 20th, when my future opens up, go to buymyfuture.com, sign up. That is the best place where you will get notified first that my future is up for sale and just get ready. And let's have a little bit of fun here with my future. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Oh yeah. And last time I forgot to say to the future, my friends.